Hi, my name is Mandy Jackson Beverly, and I'm a bibliophile. Welcome to the Bookshop Podcast. Each week, I present interviews with independent bookshop owners from around the globe, authors, and specialists in subjects dear to my heart, the environment and social justice. To help the show reach more people, please share it with friends and family and on social media. And remember to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. You're listening to episode 223. Charliewood Bookshop and Jared's Cross Bookshop in the UK have been supporting their communities for over 85 years. And recently, the Charliewood Bookshop celebrated its 50-year anniversary. Co-owners Cheryl Sherville and Martin McKean have a shared vision of getting people reading and to maintain a love of buying books. The Charliewood Bookshop has become a brand in its own right, universally acknowledged as a successful bookseller and prominent event organizer by publishers, authors and schools alike. The bookshop is comprised of a core team of dedicated, knowledgeable and above all, passionate staff. Its innovative community outreach work with local businesses, charities and libraries has captured the hearts and minds of locals. Hi, Cheryl, and welcome to the show. It's lovely to have you here. Hi, thank you for having me on. I'm really delighted to be here. Oh, it's my pleasure. And while our listeners can't see you, I have to say that orange sweater looks fabulous on you. Oh, (laughs) thank you. Now let's begin with learning about you and your decision to leave nursing and become a bookseller. Oh, well, yes, I was a nurse and a midwife and latterly a practice nurse. And I suppose I just fancied a change, really. I was becoming a little bit disillusioned. And um, I had a friend who had a bookshop in Chorley Wood and her business partner was leaving. And I thought, I like reading. (laughs) And um, so... I said, you know, so we got together and uh, that's how it started. So my only qualification was that I enjoyed reading and um, it's a bit of a midlife crisis, I suppose. So it was just a change. And, uh, you know, I love the world of books. And yeah, it happened really easily. It was great. What do you think you've learned about yourself from the switch from nursing into book selling? Oh, how to run a business. Um, a lot of it's similar. I suppose, you know, you're dealing with people. Um I mean, a lot of businesses are all people orientated and um, trying to please people. And I mean, it was funny when I first started at the bookshop because I had been at a GP practice in Chorley Wood. So people didn't know whether to roll up their sleeve and have their blood pressure done or other things. (laughs) Or talk to me about books. I was sort of a bit confused, really. Oh, hi, you know, aren't you supposed to be somewhere else? (laughs) Oh, my goodness, that's funny. Chilton Bookshops is home to two bookshops, Chorley Wood and Jarrett's Cross. Which bookshop came first and what led you to opening a second location? Okay, so there's been bookshops in both towns for a long time. So Chorley Wood Bookshop, we celebrated um, 50 years last year, 50 years of there being a bookshop in Chorley Wood, not always with me. And Jarrett's Cross is about 10 years behind. So when I joined, I joined um, Chorleywood Bookshop first. And um, so I was with a business partner, um, Barbara, at that time. And that was great for, for sort of five years. And then Barbara retired. And so then I got in a new business partner, Morag. Um, and that was great. She was a librarian. So then the two of us ran it. And then as she joined, we decided together, it was quite brave on her part, to get this other one in Jared's Cross. 
so it was for sale. Um, in fact, sadly, it had been, I mean, as I say, there had been a, a bookshop there for absolutely years, but the owner at the time wanted to sell. He'd kind of run it into the ground. He had this sort of <laughs> quite strange mentality. He sent letters out to the local community in Jarrah's Cross, you know, sort of almost threatening them that if they didn't buy books, he'd close, you know, <laughs> sort of no way, kind of no way to run a business. <laughs> and then to the staff, it was, you know, bizarre, really, because he'd sort of do customer orders but he didn't like to sort of get new books in because well there's no point in getting new books in because we've got to sell what we've got first <laughs> yeah you're right that is a strange mentality <laughs> you know we must sell what we've got in first but anyway that's obviously um isn't the way to run a bookshop so um anyway we bought the bookshop there and um so yeah so I've owned um Chorleywood for about 22 years and Jarrah's Cross uh for 17. So, yeah, it's um, it's been great. And is there much difference in the curation of the books in the store due to the different locations? Yes, it's interesting. They're literally, well, Jarrah's uh, Cross is in Buckinghamshire and Trollywood's in Hertfordshire, and they're about a 12-minute drive apart. So sort of similar and yet so different, so very different. I mean, Trollywood, I would say, is much more of a community. And that's where I started doing the events. And they're really community-orientated and um you know, it's a sort of a well-heeled audience, um, but they, they're not, you know, they don't waste money and, you know, they want value and, and but they're prepared to sort of join in. Um, whereas Jerry's Cross, I've found the events harder to do. Um, so sort of things are a bit different there, but we have the very similar stock and we always get books in for particular customers or you think, oh, yes, you know, so-and-so would like that. I mean, they love their history and they would they were really into their hardbacks and they would you know spend sort of quite a bit of money and then which in Chorley Wood they'd probably wait for the paperback or not so many hardbacks but you know they they would with an event but yeah just sort of same but different slightly different slightly different yes I find it interesting when I speak with bookshop owners who have multiple locations because they all say, yes, there's definitely a difference. And like your two shops, it can be just, you know, a few miles apart. But there's a lot of similarities and some major differences. Yeah, yeah. And that leads me on to my next question. Can you tell us about the team at Chilton Books, your booksellers, and their favorite genres to hand sell? Yeah, well, we've got such a brilliant team. I'm just so blessed. You know, we all sort of work together. They're all really well read and so diverse. So, you know, kind of got all bases covered, really. Um, you know, I've got some booksellers that, you know, high-end literature, books in translation, you know, vintage, more Barbara Pym, more, you know, sort of older, you know, more traditional authors, classics. And then Wendy, the manager, she loves crime fiction. So, you know, sort of big on crime. She runs a crime book club from the shop. Um, then we've got others that sort of read everything else in between. Yeah, Francesca Chorleywood. Yeah, she loves the sort of, you know, you know, literature. And it's just, yeah, we have a really broad base. And we have Louise who um, does the children. She's our school's coordinator. And so she can recommend children's and reads children's books all the time, you know, specialises in that. So. Yeah, we've just got such a talented uh, group of people that we're, you know, really, really lucky. I think that's what independent bookshops attract, really, you know, this sort of quality, um, really well-read staff. I'm always intrigued by how many booksellers I know who have PhDs. Yes, <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Indeed. But it makes sense. I mean, they love literature, they love reading, and helping people buy books that they know they're going to love is what makes them happy. So it's great all around. Yeah, they absolutely love it. And I mean, some of them, have, uh, several of them have really given up quite high powered jobs, you know, and it's not just working in a shop, as you know, it's, it's so much more. But as I say, they have, you know, in previous lives, had really high powered jobs, but just love, love being in the shop, love talking to people about books and how those spontaneous conversations just spring up. You could be talking to one person and then someone over the other side of the room says, oh, I've read that or, you know. <laughs> I think this or or I think that and you know you sort of suddenly it all sort of happens and it's so lovely yeah yes and that's what makes that wonderful indie bookshop community their spirit can you tell us about your co-owner um Martin who's also my husband so uh yeah that's uh, working really well it's lovely I mean I know a lot of people think they wouldn't be able to work with their their other halves but yeah no it works really well and it works particularly well because there are so many different facets to the business. So we're rarely in the same room together, apart from when we come together at night at home. But, you know, he sort of tends to be more at Jared's Cross. I tend to be more at Chorleywood and I do the events and, you know, oversee the whole, you know, sort of program and staffing and, and various issues. So, you know, we work really well together. So it, it, it is working nicely. Ah, oh, that's good to hear. And what was Martin doing before he became involved with the bookshops? Ah, oh, he, he was um, working, well, he has been in bookselling as well. And uh, yeah, in the past, and for a, a water company as well, a company that sold water. So yeah, he's been, but he has been in bookselling before as well, but in the education side. So yeah, he's got a good background. Sounds perfect. Now, indie bookshops are a valuable entity for communities, which is something that you and I have been talking about. But how do you see Chiltern Bookshops place in Chorleywood and Jared's Cross? And how do you support literacy in both? Both communities and I'm obviously not talking just about selling books no I mean I would say that particularly in Chorleywood we are the hub of the community I mean it's just like a spider's web and all that we do it's there's you know so many um different um different ways that we get books into readers hands so one of the big things that we do across both shops and across you know Buckinghamshire Hertfordshire and wherever else we'll go is we've got a, a really extensive schools program. So we take authors into schools and this really, you know, helps children engage with uh, reading and literacy and it works so well. So you take authors into schools and we, um, you know, the, the authors do their presentations and it just so excites the children. They love it. We have a pre-ordering system now. And this all happened as a result, a positive thing of COVID is that we set up this um, ordering system. So because, as you're probably aware, people don't tend to have cash so much now. So we've got this pre-ordering system. So parents don't have to be, you know, rummaging around in the bottom of their bag for, you know, sort of $5.99, $6.99, whatever the book costs to send in with their child they can just order online so and then you know write the dedication they want and then you know we take all the slips and the books to the school so you know it makes it really easy and we go into schools and you know the children and the teachers librarians you know they love it so not only do we take authors into schools we we run these um really big book fairs as well so we really pick off the latest the best books um you know in fiction non-fiction 
and we have all these drugs labeled <laughs> with um you know the different genres and we we've got a van we've got this fantastic van actually which um has a a wrap um you know with a sort of logo on and um so we go into schools and we you know in our van and we have all these drugs and we sort of lay them out lay the books out and so we go in and the parents come in they're they're sort of told about the book fairs and they come in and so we're able to advise them and you know get the children looking at the books because as we know that it's so much better for the children to choose their own books rather than somebody foisting a book on them so they they choose their own books and their mums are there to pay and or dads or carers or nursery nurses whatever so you know that works really well and then they're seeing the best and uh that there is and the latest books and you know we're there to advise again and you know parents love to talk about it they say oh you know sort of my daughter or son you know they're you know they're six they're just beginning to read or you know what would you recommend or you know they haven't got into this they're struggling with this you know can you help something you know with something so you know we advise all the time all the time um and try and sort of set children off and say well come back and tell us what you think you know do you enjoy it or what did you enjoy what did you enjoy last time you know give us a clue and we sort of chat to the children and say you know what 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 do you like what sort of thing do you like sport or do you like fantasy it's just trying to whet their appetite really so so we really work very hard and and around world book day as well i mean that's well we do events for the children all year round but i mean around world book day it's particularly busy because there's a lot of national coverage about books and children reading so that always helps us and is there a donation program set up within the bookshops uh, for families who can donate to others who can't afford to buy books yes we have yes in, in fact we're just about to set it up for this year so we sort of started this scheme called gift a book and what we do here is I'll I sort of source charities um, and you know for children and uh, you know with you know different needs and so then we we will promote and we'll ask our customers on our marketing email and um, we've got a really big marketing email um, you know for our author events so we ask them to donate money or books to these charities. And I mean, the uptake has been absolutely staggering. You know, we go to publishers as well, see if they give us some books, which they do. So, and then I get these wish lists from the different charities. So I'll get <laughs> quite a lot of work collating it, but then I'll get, you know, a list of, I don't know, maybe girls. I, you know, I need 21, you know, a particular charity, 21 books for girls, a girl age between, you know, sort of three and four, and then so many for five to six, you know, and, and they, I get all these requests from the charities and so then you know I'm able to sort of match the books up some people like to give a book you know because they their their child's enjoyed a book so they like to give that book on you know it's a treasured book within a family no it's not second hand but one that they you know so they buy the books from us um and then you know we match it up with the charity we've been doing some work with Ukrainian families and oh just you know all, all sorts of um different charities so it's yeah, it it's works really, really well. But we do it at this time of year, at Christmas time. So they have the books if there's a Christmas party or, you know, to be able to give out at Christmas. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Now, if I had a few days in the Shorleywood and Jared's Cross area, what historic sites do you suggest I visit? Hiking trails, kayaking, restaurants, and where would I go to get a great cup of coffee? Well, we're very near Cheney's Manor. So this is a beautiful Tudor Manor 
and this is um, sort of just up the road from Chorley Wood. Um, in fact, Henry VIII stayed there, so I'm sure you'd love to, to see that. And we're on the edge of the Chilterns, so there's lots of lovely walks in the Chilterns. And both towns have a common. There's Jerry's Cross Common and there's a common at Chorley Wood. Um, in fact, the one on Chorley Wood has a, a golf club and a golf course. Um, yeah, but there's lots of lovely walks. There's also the Aquadrome nearby where you can do your kayaking and sailing. Um, there's lots to do, uh, lots of open air and lots of walks. And yeah, some great uh, restaurants and coffee shops. I mean, a plethora of coffee shops in, in both towns. So uh, yeah, I mean, I think you could happily get um, a good cup of coffee from uh, Fagos in, in uh, Gerrard's Cross. Yeah, and again in in Chorley Wood, we, you know, there's plenty of places. And what keeps you there? What do you love most about living in the area? I love the fact that it's so near London. We're on the Metropolitan Line, and um, very fast train into uh, Marylebone. So you've got the best of both worlds. You know, it's sort of quite rural in one one way because we've got this beautiful common. We're surrounded by greenery, and you know, and these walks and the Chess Valley. So we've got all that, and yet we're so near London, where you can get access London really, really easily. And, you know, the M25 and, um, you know, for all its faults, um, yeah, it's good for communications, sort of wherever you want to go. So, yeah, it's just the, the, the perfect spot to live. No, I love it. We are so lucky to live in a place that we just cherish. Uh, it's And it's really all about community, as we were saying earlier. Now, since the pandemic, have you seen changes in the high streets in villages in the UK due to closures? Yes, yes, we have. A lot of shops have closed and uh, there are still some empty shops, um, sadly. And I think the shops that are springing up tend to be eateries, you know, sort of takeaways. And nail bars, hairdressers, you know, things that you can't really get online, you know. So I think we are such a treasured shop because people love to come in and browse and meet people and actually have that experience which people are looking for. So yeah, it's it works really works really well. But it yes, it's a shame that there are, you know, a lot of the shops didn't quite make it through the pandemic. Yeah, it's really sad. And unfortunately uh it's a global situation that has stemmed from the pandemic. We have the same thing here. A lot of shops have closed. Now, what changes have you seen in the publishing industry during your years as an indie bookshop owner and bookseller? Yeah, I think when I first came in, the sort of big threat at the time was supermarkets. All supermarkets were going to stock books. And of course, they do now. But um, I'm not so worried about them because they have a limited selection. And and then there was the threat, the big worry also about digital um, you know, content uh, you know, sort of digital books and that nobody would want the actual physical book. But again, that's another storm, you know, we have, you know, seen our way through and the dominance of Amazon, which is probably still a worry. And what, so I mean, some th very positive things that have come out um, is obviously bookshop.org, which is um, recently, which is a recent thing, but also Years ago, soon after I started, we um, started with the Chorleywood Literary Festival and that has grown and grown. I mean, it started off as a weekend and then it's grown into, uh, well, you know, I do events nearly every night, well, sort of every week and some nights. I mean, last week it was every night of the week, especially at this time of year, because we're trying to find something different to engage with our readers and our audience. And people love the experience. They love it. You know, not only we don't just all talk about fiction, but we would have cookery demonstration. You know, people, you know, chefs, people with cookery books. You know, Otto Lenghi and 
we've got an event coming up with Rick Stein, which is massively popular. So people, it's it's sort of these cookery books. And we had um, somebody called Leif Sweden who um, took us around Chorleywood Common and talked about the wildflowers. Um, you know, we have signings for children. We have Matt Lucas in the shop um, only last Saturday at the Jared's Cross shop and David Williams. You know, we do signings. People... You know, they love to come and see celebrities and celebrity authors and really engage in the experience. And years ago, we had Bob the Cat. I don't know if you remember Bob the Cat. There was a film made of, uh, of um, the cat. So, you know, so the owner came along with the cat. You know, we just do really different things. We've got what uh, we've got a wine tasting coming up. We've done wine tastings before. We've got another book about cheese. So we've got a cheese tasting you know we just do things that are really different that we that sort of our audiences love and and you know they engage with and that's what sort of makes it such a lovely community because they're all in, engaging with these things it's really good and Cheryl I'm interested if you were to average it out uh for your book events what would be the headcount well we do big and small so some you'd expect to be small in the shop and that's sort of seats 40 we did a big event with Aid Edmondson, uh, you know, last week. Uh, that was, uh, I think it was 350, you know, sort of Rick Stein, we're getting up to, yeah, he's well over 300 already and some weeks to go. I mean, you know, we do a lot of events in our local community hall, the Memorial Hall, which seats 200. So that's a sort of a good number. Um, we do them in the Chorleywood Library, you know, all sort of local venues. And we sort of try and tailor make them. So as you get an author in a, a nice a nice space, you know, an appropriate for the size of uh, the audience. So, yeah, it, it you know, it works really well. And they're all sort of, you know, places people can get to easily and, you know, sort of at low cost. That's fantastic. OK, let's talk about books. What are you currently reading? Oh, I've got my list. Oh, yes. Well, Maggie O'Farrell, I love her and I've just. So I'm reading The Marriage Portrait because in the summer, I, I mean, I've read lots of her books anyway, but I read Hamnet. I, I didn't read it when it first came out. And now I've got tickets to go and see Hamnet at the theatre. It's on in London um, with the Royal Shakespeare Company. So that's exciting. Um, yeah, Wendy Joseph, Unlawful Killings. Uh, yeah, I've just lots of uh, yeah several books on the go at the moment. But yeah, there's so many to choose from. The latest David Mitchell. Um, yeah, so I mean, as I say, we do so many events and I hear the authors talking and I think, oh, I must read that, I must read that. <laughs> and do you have a favourite book that you love to hand sell? To hand sell, yeah. This uh, I love bit Barbara Kingsolver. That Demon Copperhead was good. And um, I, I loved her previous one, um, Poisonwood Bible. I mean, that's going back years and years ago. Toni Morrison, I love her books. I mean, I do hand sell uh, Ian McEwan. I just love his books as well, Sebastian Falks. I mean, any of those because I just read them and, you know, I can easily hand sell them. What I love about the literary community is that when you start talking to somebody about books and you realize you both have this in common, you're from the same tribe, so to speak, you just go back and forth exchanging books. And before you know, you have a list about a mile long of books you want to read. And that's what I love about talking about books. Yes. Yes. And also, actually, we've just had over and we did this lovely book um, group event because that, that's another you know we support a lot of book groups and I'm part of a book group and um, but we were really lucky that Catherine Heine you know an American author that she came over and she um, was with our book groups so uh, yeah so she we were talking about standard deviation which isn't her latest one but um, her latest one is games and rituals which is just brilliant so funny 
but yeah so she was over so that was only last week so yeah I've, I've really enjoyed that because that's funny and yeah it's sort of there's not that many funny books around so I'm really enjoying her work at the moment. Cheryl thank you for being a guest on the show and for sharing your knowledge about book selling and the business of being an indie bookshop owner. You're very welcome thanks Mandy bye. You've been listening to my conversation with Cheryl Sherville, co-owner of Chollywood Bookshop and Jared's Cross Bookshop. To find out more about The Bookshop Podcast, go to thebookshoppodcast.com and make sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to the show. You can also follow me at Mandy Jackson Beverly on X, Instagram and Facebook and on YouTube at The Bookshop Podcast. If you have a favorite indie bookshop that you'd like to suggest we have on the podcast, I'd love to hear from you via the contact form at thebookshoppodcast.com. The Bookshop Podcast is written and produced by me, Mandy Jackson Beverly. Theme music provided by Brian Beverly, executive assistant to Mandy, Adrian Otterhan, and graphic design by Francis Parala. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.